Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing all... Um, Today we are discussing chapter 25 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, The Seer Overheard. We have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Love our blog, love Wizard Team. have a few extra gallons lying around, donate to Black Girls Crate. You can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscrate.org slash donate. Um, and we have Wizard Team merch, so head over to our website to step up your nerd, fashion, and stationery game. Um, you can, like I said, our website, hit the merch links, or you can go to store.dftba.com to find us. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere your podcasts are found. Also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlscreate.org to do so. Wow, guys. We just like sped through this. That's amazing. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> as we wrap up book six, we're going to do a live tweet of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, the movie. Join us Saturday, November 10th at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. Eastern time, but, you know, Pacific time because we're Pacific. Pacific we're Pacific su- supremacists. Pacific 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 is a whole different thing we will fight over the supremacy of Pacific (laughs) time we will be watching the movie use the hashtags wizard team and HPHBP that sounds like an STD let's say it again HPHBP if you have symptoms of HPHBP please ask a professional see a doctor (laughs) Please seek help from a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're like, we're getting really close. I just kind of like randomly looked at the calendar last week and was like, oh shit. Yeah, it's close. Today is chapter Um, 25. So yeah, yeah. it's the first, it's less than, it's a month. It's a month away. Mm -hmm. Um, They burned down the burrow in this movie. That's all I remember. I know. I know. I don't think I've seen this movie. More than one time. I mean, I have to have... You've definitely seen it at least once. I've, a, I've seen it at least once. I, 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 I have the, the memory of the theater-going experience seared into my brain and feeling just rage, just yeah. so much rage. And I, at that point, I felt... Um, Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I was already dead inside. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, again... Hashtag weather team, hashtag HPHBP. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now for Wizard Team News. For Patroni and people who are thinking about maybe possibly, you know, being Patroni or upping their Patronus level. Starting October 14th, we will be moving the recordings of Wither Team from Sunday at no, 6... from Monday to Sunday. From, from Monday at 6 p.m. to Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, this is because Dr. Who uh, decided to be like the Kool-Aid band and just 
They just, said, fuck your content fuck your, calendar. Fuck, <laughs> fuck your life. <laughs> fuck your schedule. I what is what time? Time is a social contract. Right. Timey, wimey, wibbly, wobbly, ha ha. You like to think of time, time as linear from or a start TARDIS, to finish. You. Yeah. Get a TARDIS and then we'll talk. Yeah. Because of this, we say all this to say that um, because Doctor Who comes back, which is like super exciting, let's be honest. I mean, like we can be a little upset, but can we really be upset? No. Because it's like, okay, you got to, we fucked up your schedule, but we fucked up your schedule and giving you time travel. Yeah. And the doctor. And the doctor. And Ryan. And Ryan. Um, <laughs> um, so, but because of this, we will be moving our recordings to Sundays. Um, if you are a Patronus at the $10 level, you get an invite to our cool Slack and to see, watch us record live. So we're putting this in our news in case those of you who are so used to not being able to make the Monday recordings don't see this until you hear this. And hey, guys. Starting October 14th, they will be we will be recording Wizard Team on Sundays. Yep, and it will allow for both Wizard Team and Tarbis to go out eat every week for like the next 10 weeks starting. We're working hard, next which week. is another reason to donate cuz like we're doing, <laughs> we're doing two shows weekly each week, weekly and content. And there's a dog licking my foot. Gross. That has nothing to do with this, but it's just gross. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to move to our next thing. Our next um, bit of news. Don't call it a comeback. Didn't expect this to happen two weeks in a row. Um, really? But since last Wizard Team, I mean, that's what has read one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. Sit up. Has has read has read five chapters. I remember when Aminata was all Aminata was all. It's too long. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. do it. And then look at you mm-hmm. with your Marauders T-shirt on that we don't know where it came from. We don't know where it came from. You no. didn't bring. You didn't get it. Uh, maybe. Maybe. We don't even know. We don't know. It's a mysterious Marauders think, map T-shirt that I popped think, up in I her room. I think the doctor gave it to you. Maybe. Mm-mm. No. No. Didn't you didn't hear the Tardis land. You no. flipping. No, she doesn't. She's not into okay. that. Okay. Well, let's just um, pretend I mean, she that I gave that, it to you. Yeah. Um, let's just pretend I gave it to you. Yeah, it's probably more than likely what happened. Basically, yeah, Ami know. is such a Potterhead. She has random stuff. We don't know where she got it from. <laughs> um, so you read five Harry Potter chapters since the last time you were on, huh? Yeah? So of the chapters, um, Halloween, Quidditch, The Mirror of Erised, Nicholas Flamel, and Norbert, The Norwegian Ridgeback. Which one was your favorite? Nicholas Flamel. Yeah, how come? Mm-hmm. You don't know? I don't know which one is my favorite. <laughs> so okay, in Halloween, what uh, when that was the with the troll in the dungeon, right? What did you think about the troll? That's fun. I like Halloween. You like Halloween? Was the troll scary? I didn't see the troll. I mean, like when you read it. No. No. But I was thinking of a big giant troll. Yeah, it was a big giant troll. Yeah. Um. What about Quidditch? Did you like? What about your first? You got to read about your first Quidditch game. What did Harry? How did Harry catch the snitch? He nearly swallowed it. Yeah. How come? Mm-hmm. What you mean you don't know? Mm-hmm. You read it. I forgot. What happened to his broom? Oh, right. It was going out of control. Why was it out of control? Who did it? You have to talk louder. <laughs> yeah. 
Can't hear you. What did you say? Get that out of your mouth. Snape. It was Snape. It was Snape. <sighs> you don't like him, huh? That dude, man. Untrustworthy. Stop putting that in your mouth. What um, if you would you play Quidditch, Ami? But I don't have brooms. But if you did, I'm saying, would if you, you play did, would you play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what precision yeah. do you think you would play? Hmm? What position do you, do you think you would play? You want to be a keeper, a beater, a chaser, or a seeker? What's a chaser? The chaser is the one they throw the, the balls in the hoops. Remember? And then the beaters have the bats and they hit the bludgers. The oh, chasers I'll be try a to score. You, you want to be a you beater? want a bat, of course so. you do. Cause you want to hit somebody in the face. No, I that's just... what beaters do. You want to hit the ball. Hit the ball that hits somebody in the face. So like a degree of separation. <laughs> yeah, probably not a beater. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Um, the mirror of Era said, uh, "That's the one where Harry got his invisibility cloak, right?" And then what did he do when he got his invisibility cloak? Oh wait, I like Halloween and the mirror of Era said. Yeah. So what happened in that one? The mirror, he could see his own family. Yeah. You like that? I mean, what do you think you would see in the mirror of Erised? Me? Aww. And me? Oh, that's cute. Aww, that's cute. <laughs> I was thinking it would be more like, I don't know, unlimited TV. And. No. And chocolate. And, and the puppy. And Luna. And Luna. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Is she, is she bigger now? Um, uh, yeah, a little bit. But mostly the same size. Still noisy, though. <laughs> hi, Luna. <laughs> She's, that's her saying hi. She's saying hi. Who, so how many times did Harry go back to the mirror? You don't know. Um, probably three. Three? I don't know. Probably two. I don't know. And then know. what made him stop? Who was there when he went the last time? Dumbledore. What does Dumbledore see in the mirror? He's with, He sees him holding a pair of woolen socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, in Nicholas Flamel, do you remember what happened? They finally found out who, uh, who it is. How old is he? Six hundred and... Man, I gotta look at that. It's fine. It could like he's about six hundred years old. I know. There's another number. I forgot it. That's fine. Six hundred years old is a valid response. Um, and I then I like him to be seven hundred because seven is my favorite number. Oh really? I did not know that. Um. Okay. And then what about was that another? That was another Quidditch match then, right? Hmm. There was another Quidditch match then too, right? Like, didn't uh Harry play? They played Hufflepuff, maybe. And remember Ron and Neville got into a fight with Malfoy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not cool, Malfoy. Not cool, Not Malfoy? Not cool. No? Don't like him. You don't like Malfoy? Why not? I like Hermione, he's my favorite character, and Malfoy, too. But you just said you didn't like Malfoy. I'm confused. Yeah. What is the truth? Uh... I can play, but sometimes he's just a little rude. He's just a little rude. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. All right. And then the last last chapter you read, what about, or I, technically I think I read this one, but what about Norbert? Norbert! The dragon. Tiny dragon. 
Yeah, you like that one? Mm-hmm. What happened at the end, though? They got caught, right? And then what happened? Because you, you're in Forbidden Forest now. You, you're in the middle. You just started that They one. get detention? Yes. And what else? No, I'm not in the Forbidden Forest. Yeah, sure. That's chapter 13? Yeah, you're a couple pages in. Remember, you were reading it over in that time. No. Um. Didn't they get points taken away? 50 points taken away in 50. total. Wow. No, I think it was 150 in total because they each got 50. 150 in total. Stop punching me. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Stop punching her. Um, would you have Pension. taken points away? Do you think they should have gotten points taken away for that? Yes, because that's actually bad. He caught Professor McGonagall caught Malfoy. So he at least got punished too for being out of bed after hours. Actually, he got into detention too. So they're all in detention with that with that rude little guy Malfoy. <laughs> Who you also <laughs> like. <laughs> you like Malfoy? She says she does, but also like knows that he be chirping. So I, I don't understand, but you know. She's Do sick. you know my two favorite characters? Who? Malfoy and Hermione. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just the skew, right? Right. Cool, though. I get it. I mean, they're both, you know, good characters. Would you... Who would you rather hang out with? If you were at Hogwarts, would you rather hang out with Hermione or with Malfoy? Hermione and Ron and Harry. Yeah. That's my girl. Cool. All right. High five. Thanks. Keep reading, kid. Keep reading. Okay. I'm almost at chapter 17. Don't. Almost at chapter 17. I'm proud of you. What are you going to do when you finish the book? I'll read it again! <laughs> Just like Bayana did with Deathly, Deathly Hallows when she was little. Why well, I mean, you did it with all of them? And she said, and she said that she, I don't, she didn't think that she'd stop to eat. Yeah, when the new ones came out, we just, we would read the whole book in one night and we wouldn't yep. do anything else. Nope. That's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I once, I once got the book at midnight. And I read it from midnight until one in the morning the next day. So that's 26 hours or 25 hours. What? Of reading. What? Yeah. And I would stop to eat, but I wouldn't stop reading. I would just eat and read at the same time and make a lot of mess like you do. Get get beans and rice all over the floor. Mm-hmm. I got some, but I picked them up. Okay. okay bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Aminata. Thanks, kid. And also, bye, Luna. She says bye. He says bye. You said bye. <laughs> did you hear her? She just did it. She just growled. Okay. I don't hear you. It's fine. It's fine. Go do your thing, kid. <laughs> All right. So that is cool. an update on Ami's Potter read. She said when she got the book it's that she didn't want to read it because there's too many the pictures. And now she's just barreling through chapter by chapter by chapter. I'm so proud. So proud. Tear. One tear. One thug tear. <laughs> All right. Magical birthdays. Yesterday, Tuesday, was our Wizard Bay Deb's birthday. And if you, lovely reader, 
would like to celebrate all that Wizard Bay Deb does for us, which is, you know, the newsletter and just being generally effervescent, she had posted that she wants a Nintendo Switch and a weighted blanket. And so you can send her some coins towards those goals at dlwinfy at gmail.com. Boom. PayPal. Do that. You know, send some galleons or newts her way. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For her birthday. For her birthday. And her weighted blanket. Mm Mm-hmm. It will be a wizard team blanket. Wizard team weighted blanket. Weighted wizard team blanket. Alliteration is in there somewhere. Somewhere. It's in there. Just gotta finesse. Um, And then tomorrow, Thursday, is none other than Professor McGonagall's birthday. So shout out to Mick G. Just a good week for birthdays, you know? Great week for birthdays. Mick G is really the the reason for the season. You know? Like, the one competent... Not the one. The main competent teacher that we know. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put some respect on Remus's name. It's not and his birthday, Flitwick. but I'm just saying, just in case. Footwick as well. Sprout, Sprout's cool. Sprout's good. Sprout does her job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Might That's be it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just four one people. hand, one less than a handful. Yeah, it's fine. In a whole school. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But you know, more than enough reason for that school to keep running. Slughorn's cool when he's not like picking favorites, mm-hmm. but like when he's not being creepy. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah. He's all right. Like, he gets them through their exams. Yeah. Um, Which, like, you know, what more could you ask? Grabbly Plank, but, like, she's half a teacher, so. Can you be a substitute teacher? Like, how is, what is, hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Cool. Um, let's... Oh, sorry, give me one second. Okay. Previously on Wizard Team, um, Harry Potter needs to sit the fuck down um, along Ooh. with Snape. Um, he can also sit with him. And All then... The uh, who else can sit? Pretty much everyone can sit, but mostly Harry. Uh, Harry. Malfoy, Malfoy can also sit, except like he's now in the hospital know, wing sitting. Hospital well, he's in hospice, and so I think he, you know, he's laying down, <laughs> so he's fine. He's not fine. He's just, you know, he's yeah. been he's been sat down. Um, Jenny also low-key needs to sit down like she was mostly fine actually mostly the writing of jenny needs to sit down jk rowling needs to sit down um be and then and then we can go from there because the writing of this is the sexism child just sexism the sexism it's crazy okay cool yeah harry is the worst um, we did a lot of yelling, so I'm gonna just, like, leave that. Oh, I forgot about Wizard Team News. Sorry. Um, Fantastic Beast trailer dropped. It was some bullshit, and that was it. If you would like to hear all of our thoughts about it, um, <laughs> it's on Patreon. You can also, I think we probably tweeted about it. The trailer itself was not, like, as a whole some bullshit. Like, I, like, it's just, I'm indifferent, which I think is why I forgot to put it on the agenda. 
Um, because I should have just done it when I was thinking about it. But yeah, I mean, it, th- it things happened, and um, Nagini apparently is a person or was a person at a certain point. It it goes to show like how tired we are of the whole thing. We did a um, we did our fire whiskey chat about it, which was like. Again, with a team with the fortuitous timing that we had the fire whiskey chat um, scheduled. And so we were like, you know, that thing that we were going to talk about, scrap it. We're going to talk about this. And I yelled on the fire whiskey chat. I yelled on Twitter. And now I'm just like, it is what it is. Next. Because there will be another thing. Yeah. Eventually. I will. The only thing I will say is that. In critiquing all of the things that need to be critiqued, let's also just keep in mind that Claudia Kim is an actress who got a job, and she got a good job, and leave her out of it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Shit, if I got that job, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> you need me to be a snake? Right. Slither, Siddler. <laughs> out here, what's, how much money am I getting? <laughs> what's the royalties okay. like? <laughs> okay. What's the all franchising? Right. You, you know gonna put saying? my face on some stuff? So I get a, I, like a wand. I get, I get some. I get a cut. Right. <laughs> All right. For sure. Okay. A couple of things that happened. Going back to previously on Wizard Team. A couple things that happened. Um, Jane and Denny. Jane and Denny. I do this every time. Dane and Jenny broke up. Um, Ron and Lavender finally broke up. Um, and now, oh, Katie is back. Um. Malfoy's been going through it. Harry decides to make it so that Malfoy is going through it some more. Um, without knowing. We see the um we see both the Ravenclaw's diadem, which is a nut which is one of Voldemort's horcruxes. Um, and uh what was the other thing? Shoot, give me one second. It was the Horcrux and Oh, and the vanishing cabinet, which is what Malfoy is using to for like later. That's part of his plan. Um, and then Gryffindor wins the Quidditch Cup, even though Harry wasn't able to play with them because you know he sliced Malfoy's face open. And then Secta means girl. Why are you even listening? This is a spoiler. Why are you even here? You can't be over here gasping talking about <gasps> what. Go, go somewhere else. Don't listen to me. Still hear you. Don't listen to me. I still hear you. I can't believe she just turned around talking about <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm so irritated. Go away. You still hear She won't remember by the time Turn it up. She might, because she might be bringing it up for the next three days. Uh-huh. Do what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, but wow, way to spoil like something from I'm only a little kid. I'm not talking to you. I'm only a little kid. I'm using that excuse from now on. That's all she keeps saying about everything. And I'm like, but that's not what... But, okay, okay, but it's also it's true. Not in the context in which she uses them most of the time. Probably not. Anyway, and then Harry and Jenny um, get together and stuff. So that's where we left off. And that's where we are. This and is Hermione man. is looking at Dean like, let's just make this a thing. If only. If only. If only. 
In my head, that's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so chapter 25, The Seer Overheard. Um, the fact that Harry Potter was going out with Ginny Weasley seemed to interest a great number of people, most of them girls. Um, Can we stop right here mm-hmm. and just say that this is the opening line of the next chapter from which the previous chapter, Harry sliced a dude mm-hmm. and almost killed him. Mm-hmm. Blood was everywhere. Mm-hmm. He might still be in the hospital. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. 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 But the thing of utmost importance that happened in the last chapter was that Harry and Jenny got together. Well, you know, Harry's tall. And apparently that is a thing. So, mm. um, so for Harry, he's he's fine with that because it made a very nice change to be talked about because of something that was making him happier than he could remember being in a very long time rather than because he had been involved in horrific scenes of dark magic, which is like, okay, but you still need to reckon with it because it only happened two days ago. Like, it was like Harry and Malfoy duel and then to get one day and then the next day was the Quidditch slashes uh, thing and him and Jenny get together. So it's two days. Yep. There's like nothing that really is happening. Um, this is weird and I don't, I don't like it. Um, yep. Oh my God. That's um, like, it's just, it's a similar thing the to the world as a whole. That's true. It's weird because it's like, it's also a similar thing with Ron when like Ron got attacked Whoa, okay. I'm this is just like coming off the top of my head, so like, you know, it may not be it's not fine-tuned at all. But like, so when Ron got poisoned, it like all of a sudden absolved him of all of his guilt, and all of a sudden now Hermione is like fine with him and has forgiven him and they don't have to talk about all the stuff that he's done to her, right? And then in this case it's very similar to where like Harry does this terrible thing and then Jenny comes in and like swoops in. And it's like, we go together now, so now people aren't... And he doesn't feel like he has to take responsibility for the thing that he did. In the same way that Ron, even though obviously, like, Ron wasn't attacking someone, he, you know, was poisoned, but then he doesn't have to take responsibility for the things that he did before that. And it just feels gross. It's not exactly the same thing, but it just feels, like, not good. Um, Yeah. Anyway, um, you think... People have better things to gossip about, said Jenny. Three to mentor attacks in a week, and all Ramel Devane can, uh, does is ask me if it's true you've got a hippogriff tattooed across your chest. Um, Ramelda just like, Ramilda, needs to go. chill. She also, also needs to leave. Yes, yes, I do have a hippogriff tattooed across my chest. Right. So I'm then, her, 16. so <laughs> Ron and Hermione roared with laughter. Um, Harry said, what did you tell her? And then Jenny said that she, that she told him that it, or she told her that it was a Hungarian hotel. Um, and then Harry's like, cool. And what did you tell her Ron's got? And she said a pygmy puff, but I didn't say where. And Ron scowled as Hermione rolled around laughing because like, you know, it's like my thing. It's funny because like, it's cool that they're all like, like that they're, they're all cool. And like, it's nice that they get to have a moment of levity, but I'm still mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like me personally. And so Jenny, I can't really enjoy it. Jenny and Hermione were fighting two days ago. Well, now I think it's been a little bit of time. Okay. But like from when I'm talking about, it's been two days from when second zipper happened, like when he dueled Malfoy to when he right. started dating Jenny. Right. Um, Got it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm personally still mad. And then uh, Ron says, he's like, watch it just because I've given my permission, which no, no, you don't. 
you don't give permission. Um, you don't own your sister. So. No. Yeah, you don't you don't get to give permission about what your sister does. Your permission, scoffed Jenny. Since when did you give me permission to do anything? Anyway, you said yourself you'd rather it was Harry than Michael or Dean. Yeah, I would. And just as long as you don't start snogging each other in public. And I'm just like, Ron, please stop. Oh, really? You don't have any control over this. Oh, really? And like, you are the last person to talk about snogging people in public. Because especially because Dean and or Dean and Jenny were not snogging each other in public. They were in a deserted corridor that you just happened to walk through. Meanwhile, you're in the middle of the common room, just like fighting it out. You're Going tonsils, round for round. Uh, Lavender's tonsils, he's gonna win. He's gonna exactly. win. Exactly. This reminds me of, so this is like a thing that um, has been driving me mad these past couple of days since we're doing the um, the Supreme Court and everything. It's like all of these Republicans mm-hmm. are like, the Democrats are blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, but that's what y'all are doing and have done and did do. So what are we talking about here? The hypocrisy... The hypocrisy, mm-hmm. the hypocrisy, a la the lies, the lies, the lies. <laughs> yeah. Um, you filthy hypocrite. What about you and Lavender thrashing around like a pair of eels all over the place? Mm. Um, but then, so, in, so then they move into June. Um, Harry and Jenny's time is becoming increasingly restricted because Jenny's OWLs are approaching and she has to study. Um, and then... Harry was sitting beside a window in the common room, supposedly finishing his herbology homework, but in reality reliving a particularly happy hour he spent by the lake with Jenny at lunchtime, which I'm like, I get, okay, I guess. No. Not, like, no. it's fine, but like. Is it? It's so funny because I'm I've annoyed. never really had an issue with Harry and Jenny. Like, I really didn't. It's the same thing with, like, Ron and Hermione. Like, I never had an issue with it. And then, like, doing this reread, I'm just like, uh, please go away. It is, it's really the way that the reread and the way that um, Harry talked about Jenny last chapter has, has, has messed up how I see this whole thing. Yeah, no, it, yeah. Um, so Hermione dropped into the seat between him and Ron with an unpleasantly purposeful look on her face. I want to talk to you, Harry, um, about the so-called Half-Blood Prince. Um, and then Harry's like, so can we not, Harry's like, can we not talk about this? Um, he had not dared to return to the room of requirement to retrieve his book, and his performance in potions was suffering accordingly, although Slughorn, who approved of Ginny, had jocularly attributed this to Harry being lovesick, which I'm just like, no. Also, like, like any excuse to, to like, let coddle. Harry off the hook and to coddle him when, like, maybe he's just not good. And also, though, potions. like, maybe you shouldn't be commenting on your student's dating habits no love like why are you up on the gossip it's weird like i get like you know you know like oh yeah you're you're dating someone and maybe you use that as like a hey i know that you're in a new relationship but don't let that get in the way of your studies and that's it that's Mm -hmm. it weeks go by and you're just like oh you're lovesick (laughs) no it's weird Mm -mm. it's gross i don't like it yeah i don't approve Mm -mm. it's a no from us um I'm not dropping it said Hermione um until you've heard me out I've been trying to find out a bit about who might make it a hobby 
of inventing dark spells. He didn't make a hobby of it. He, he, who says it's a he? We've been through this before, said Harry. Prince, Hermione, Prince. Right, said Hermione. Then she pulled out an old piece of newsprint out of her pocket and slammed it on the door. Sorry, slammed it on the table in front of Harry. Look at that. Look at the picture. Um, The picture showed a skinny girl of around 15. Underneath the photograph was the caption, Aline Prince, captain of the Hogwarts Gobstones team. Hey, even when she wrong. You got two texts. Why is that a thing that I need to know while I'm recording? I can see it right here. Oh, right. Watch your show. Sorry. Let me record. I forgot that. Sorry. Watch your show. Sorry. <laughs> She's my fave. I know at this moment. I'm not even upset at her. I know. Just upset the situation. Situation. I'm not talking to you. Watch your show, B. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, it's Eileen Prince, which, like, aha, we'll find out in a couple chapters that this is actually Snape's mom. Um, but, you know, we'll get there So, I'm saying later. even when she's wrong, she's right. Exactly. Because she didn't get... She wasn't all the way there, but she was on the right track. Um... Uh, so Harry's like, you think she was a half-blood? Oh, come on. Well, why not? Harry, there isn't any, there aren't any real princes in the wizarding world. It's either a nickname, a made-up title, somebody's given themselves, or it could be their actual name, couldn't it? Um, if her, if say her father was a wizard whose surname was Prince and her mother was a muggle, that would make her a half-blood prince. Yeah, very ingenious, Hermione. I'm just like, why are you being so, like, sarcastic with her? Like, even, even if you don't believe her, I'm just like, like, girls. Because it just doesn't make sense to me. Because I'm like, especially if you write her as being someone who is right all the time, like factually correct all the time, or at least is like close enough, then like I would think after, you know, the first six years that like Harry, even if he didn't fully believe him, he would at least be like, okay, you know, that's plausible. I should check it out. It's a theory. But not on some like, "Uh, yeah, sure, Hermione. Like what? How are you? That doesn't even make sense. Like, they're not correcting their... Yeah, I don't... I don't get it. This was my biggest thing about the series, too, when we were reading it, was I was like, how... Forget what we were talking about, but it was one of the last... It might have been in this book or one of the last books. And I was like, how are you not at least... No, it was during Order of the Phoenix. I was like, how are you not at least putting weight on what Hermione says and exploring? Right. Like, you may not have to agree with the theory, but you you might be like... Well, history shows. <laughs> I just do the math. She's usually right. And like, you know, sometimes... I should at least take it seriously as a Right, theory. or at least be like, you know, this is a... It's plausible. Yeah. But the only reason that Harry has for it to not... So Hermione's like, oh, um... I can, so he's like, I can tell it's not a girl. I can just tell. And this is the thing that Harry does often, right? Like, Hermione comes to her... Or Hermione comes to him and comes to people with, like facts and like research and things that um and things that she found out and then her harry's like well i just feel like it's this thing so this is my um and it's not to say that harry's wrong right my non-self is like i'm really in tune with like gut feelings and i'm more i'm more convinced by them than i am by fact 
which is weird and not healthy. But I mean, I think that in some situations it works, and I think for Harry it does work often. But I also think that like sometimes his I mean his gut is like a 50-50 situation oh totally whereas like Hermione is a 95% situation you know what I mean in terms of like and it's not even to say that like logic and and research is oftentimes depending on the situation it is usually like the way to go but it's not to say that gut reactions or um, instincts aren't valid in some instances it just often feels like Harry refutes Hermione based on gut instinct when it doesn't necessarily make sense too. And in this case, they're like both right. They're both half right. But I think it's more just like as a trend right. as opposed to like this particular instance. So Delia says in the chat that we coddle teenage boys at Hogwarts, which honestly it's just like muggle society, which yes, correct. Um, and that it's scary how almost right Hermione is just based on her own critical thinking. And I think that that's the thing is that like, I understand the impulse to be like, well, I feel, I have a gut feeling that it's this. And like, and then going off on that feeling. But you can't deny that she doesn't make a good point. And I think that like, it does, it does not, it doesn't do Harry any harm to acknowledge the fact that like, Hermione is onto something. Mm -hmm. Right? They're not acting on any of this right it's just a theory so what is the harm in like acknowledging that she has a good working theory right right so i don't know throw the whole book yeah. away <laughs> um the truth is you don't think a girl would ever be have been clever enough sorry said hermione how could i have hung around you for five years and not think girls are clever said harry stung by this you're stung it's just like a very like it's it's the white male privilege it's the Kavanaugh hearing it's just like <laughs> how i can't believe you would think that i would I, think that 65. women aren't smart hanging around with you my best girl my best girlfriend is super smart and you're yeah. just like 65 girls have said that i am, am think they're smart i think they're smart <laughs> 65 girls from Hogwarts have written about how I always think that they're smart. Like, no. Mm-mm. Um, and then Harry's like, it's just the way he writes. I can tell the prince was a bloke. I can tell. Um, this girl hasn't got anything to do with it, which is like, okay, uh-huh. sure. You're wrong. Um, and then Hermione's like, I'm going to find out more about Ilian Prince if I can. Um, and the first place I'll look is Records of Old Potions Awards. Um, so, like, also, not sure why Hermione cares quite so much if she's not going to snitch. Right. But I think part, I think it's, I think at this point it's become, like, a, I'm just gonna an prove obsess- Harry wrong. And an obsession, kind of, of, like, what is yeah. this? But I it's also- like, what is it? But also, like, I think, I think there's, like, I think there's kind of levels to it, right? Because, like, on the one hand, she's still upset about being, um, like, overshown in potions. Um, so that's, like, part of the reason. I think the other thing, too, is, like, Harry's kind of blind following of this person they know nothing about. And so she's like, well, we should at least, if if you're going to do this, we should at least know who this person is. Like, it just seems iffy, especially now that we know that, like, they've written dark, mat- like, you know, dark yeah. spells in the margins of this book. Like, what is happening? Um, so I feel like it's, like, it's, like, on both ends. It's, like, it's, like, her being petty in some instances. And then also some of it is, like, okay, but, like, logically we should have more information before you just go like running off saying spells that you don't know what they do. Even and though Sectum Sempra 
like I think you you looked it up yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it's like just look up some Latin. Yeah, Harry. Connie did. Um, it's, it's easily accessible. It's cut to cut always. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's easily accessible. Like in the Muggle world, to just like. I mean, maybe they didn't have Google back then, but there are ways. They had the Encyclopedia Britannica, which was yeah. my shit. You can easily just look that shit up. Um, but I also think that, like, I, I think there is a lot to that theory of Hermione being like, if I can prove definitively that the person, like, who the Half Blood Prince is, and that they're not up to any good, then that's how I can get Harry to give up this kind of obsession and like this like devotion in a weird way I guess yeah um because Harry is like feels betrayed by the prince even though the the prince didn't you don't tell know him, him. To, right and didn't tell him to use that spell but he does his immediate reaction when September happens is to feel betrayed and then he like goes into like justifying why it's not his fault and blah, blah, but he's blah. like he's trying to he's trying to separate himself from the thing so like right. He wasn't, like, the prince told him, like, didn't tell him to do it, but, like, he got it from the prince. He didn't, like, come up with it. Right. Um, but he he also, would never do that himself if he knew what it did. So, like, it's not. Yeah, but it's also, like, but I also can continue to use this book because the mm-hmm. prince just wrote it down. He mm-hmm. didn't tell me to use it. Like, Well, he's not using it because he's well, afraid that Snape will find out. But, like, if yeah. he wasn't, then he would go get it. Right, right. But he, that's, but he didn't give it up. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. give it to Snape. Because exactly. he has the, this intention to continue to use it. And mm-hmm. to continue to use it, he has to believe that, like, it was all just a bad misunderstanding and mm-hmm. the prince didn't, isn't into dark magic. But if Hermione can prove definitively, like, this person is a dark wizard or into dark magic, then that would hopefully make Harry not so enamored by the prince and good potions marks or not like not use the book right so there's like two goals i think mm-hmm. on hermione's part yeah i agree so then hermione leaves um she just never got over you outperforming her in potions said ron um you don't think i'm mad wanting that book back do you and ron of course he doesn't he's like he was a genius the prince anyway without his bezor tip and then he's like, I mean, I'm not saying the spell he used on Malfoy was great, nor am I, said Harry, but he healed all right, didn't he? Back on his feet in no time. And it's like, again, they're just trying to like undersell the situation and like, and justify it and like separate themselves from it. Um, because they are always going to justify doing the least amount of, eff- putting the least amount of effort in possible, which is amazing because they're about to fight Voldemort, who all the dude did was study dark magic and know his shit. Yeah, and then Delia says, without the, his Bezor tip, y'all learned about that in potions. Right. Like, literally. Like, the, like you keep, they keep bringing up the Bezor, like, that wasn't the first, that wasn't the first lesson of the year, like, of your year ever. And, like, not to say that you have to remember it from that lesson, but, like, it has to have come up since then, if that's, like, one of the first things you learn, you know what I mean? And it's like, like a, it's a very accessible bit of magic. It's not like right. They keep not, acting like it's some obscure yeah. thing. Like. like the tip about like crushing and then going like four clockwise, one counterclockwise. Like that right. is something that you could only get from the prince. The bezoar. Right. Hermione knew that shit. If Hermione had been there, she wasn't. The prince didn't have to tell her. Right. Just look at your notes. Like 
just actually absorb, learn, learn something. Learn. Right. And absorb, just learn. absorb the things that you're supposed to be learning. And I mean, like, I get it, too, on one hand, right? Because, like, Snape is a terrible teacher. So, like, there is that. But, like, you know, when you're reading your, when you're, it had to be on a test at some point. Like, there are just ways that at some point you would learn that. Especially because it's such a, like, throw, like, it's a very easy bit. It's not like, oh, like, you don't have to do actually any magic. You just pick. You don't up have to item. know the properties of a bezoar. You don't have to know any. You just know like, oh, the stone from the stomach of a goat. Great. That's, that's it. That's that one. That's it. Like, so um, uh, you still so Harry still has attention with Snape um every Saturday until the end of the until the end of term, and then he's hinting that if Harry doesn't finish uh with the boxes, he'll carry on next year. But you know, shout out to Tom. Uh, for nipping that attention in the bud. <laughs> He's a real one. Could you imagine, like, Dumbledore's dead, um, and, and Snape's a new headmaster, and somehow, some way, Harry does come back to school, and he comes back, and Snape is like, so about that detention, though. <laughs> Let's continue. Continue. In my office, every Saturday. Because oh, you thought she was gonna fight the Dark Lord? Thought she like, right. uh-uh, no, nope. like, just kidding. He's still he's that petty that I would be like, yep, makes sense. Sounds like something with you. So funny. <laughs> like really, dude. But like for real though, like shout out to Tom for you know taking over the ministry and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Harry wasn't gonna come back anyway, but like still, it was still on him. He said, "Let Which me is- just kill Dumbledore real quick." It's also Let me that's make sure. crazy. I mean, I get it. Like. I get why he wouldn't come back. Um, but if it hadn't been Voldemort that killed Dumbledore and Dumbledore just died, like if the curse had taken its course or whatever and they yeah. didn't know, he was just like, all right, I'm out. No more schooling nah, for me. Nah, probably not. Probably not. Although, actually, yeah, maybe because he the whole point was he was like, well, I mean, now I need to go look for the Horcruxes. Yeah. Because like, Dumbledore's not doing it anymore. That's true. Um, There's no so one left. that. Carrying the really banner. Knows. Yeah. Is it yeah. a fine life? Um, Carrying the banner through it all. Okay, let's not, because we already have... Okay, yeah. It's been a long one. Yeah. Newsies! Um, Sorry. <laughs> so, he was finding these detentions particularly irksome, he says. There's a word it says. Mm-hmm. Irksome. Because they cut into the already limited time he could have been spending with Jenny. Except you better take these damn detentions. Mm-hmm. Learn something. Because, like, what What do you mean these are irksome? It's annoying. It's like, a, it's, a, it's a little irritation. It's like, it's an inconvenience when I could be doing something better. But meanwhile, boy, you cut you a boy's face open. killed a dude. Like, what are you talking about? You irksome? almost Are you serious? Like, I just can't. I can't. I can't. But I really wanted to get, you know, some, like, butterbeer with my girl. As Delia says, should have thought of that before you almost committed manslaughter. Should have. Hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. Um, so, Snape is keeping him longer and longer. Um, and then Harry is, um, so, the, but then, you know, he's able to leave and then uh, Jimmy Peaks uh, gives a scroll of parchment to Harry. Um, sorry, give me one second because I think I did this wrong. Oh wait, no, no, never mind. I didn't. 
Um, so yeah, so then uh, Jimmy Peaks appears at Harry's side and is like, hey, I got this, like, note for you. Um, and and then Dumbledore. we were all like, who the fuck is Jimmy Peaks? No, we weren't. He's, uh, he's on the Gryffindor Quidditch team. He is? Yeah. Jimmy Peaks? Mm-hmm. Either he is this year or he was last year. Wow. Nope. No. I mean, I you know, wrote, it's not Fred and George, you? so... <laughs> Pillows. The more you know. Guys, I don't remember anything. That's fine. He's, I mean, he's, you know. But apparently. He's not Fred, not George. He's, he's hanging out with know. Ben. You know, we're all there. He's out here. So Dumbledore wants uh, Harry in his office as quick as he can. So now we're like hurtling towards the climax. Also, like, shout out to Dumbledore because now we're going. I'm really, it's still Tom because, like, going horror hunting. So Harry isn't even, that was his last, he got, Ron asked if Harry had more detention this Mm -hmm. coming Saturday. Not anymore. Nope. (laughs) Ain't got nothing. So shout out to like, it just, you know. Um, But yeah, but now, I mean, we're in chip 25. So like we're, it's it's happening. It's about to go down. Um, So Harry hurries out of the common room. Uh, along the seventh floor as fast as he can, passing nobody but Peeves. And then he he's like hurrying, only 15 minutes left till court till curfew. Most people would already return to their common rooms. And then Harry heard a scream and a crash. How dare you? Um, he sprinted towards it. He sees Professor really? Trelawney sprawled on the floor, her head covered in one of her mini shawls, several sherry bottles lying beside her, one broken. Um, Harry goes to help her up. And asks what happened, and uh, she says, I was strolling along, brooding upon certain dark portents I happened to have glimpsed. And Harry's not paying attention because he realized they're in front of the Room of Requirement. Um, Professor, were you trying to get into the Room of Requirement? Omens, I have been vouchsafed. What? (laughs) She she said. "Um, The Room of Requirement, were you trying to get in there? I, well, I didn't know students knew about no, not all of them do. And then they ask what happened. Um, and Trelawney's is like, I wish to uh, deposit certain um, personal items in the room. Um, and I, and then, so then Harry sees the sherry bottles and I'm like, can't you just throw those, those in the trash? Away. Everyone knows that you have these. Recycle. And also, you walk around smelling like it. Are y'all like, hoarding these? You've just been keeping them? You just, just leave them in the room of and put it in the, in the recycle bin? What you is, got a trash can in your what room? What is the trash situation at Hogwarts? <laughs> I'm so confused. They're all empty. Because the room of requirement is not a dump. Like, it's what, not. Like, I don't understand. They're all empty. She left the, the, the tower, mm-hmm. came all the way down into the castle. Where everyone can floor, see her carrying the sherry bottles. The bottles. To put them in the room requirement, which you can just throw them bitches in the trash. In the trash, like what? <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. It's, but a, it's really funny. It's been, it is very confusing to me because I'm like, like what I literally wrote it. I literally do wrote it down. Ninety-nine point nine. What? What is the what is the garbage and recycle situation at Hogwarts? <laughs> it's waste management. Of it. Where what is, is waste management? Where is waste because management? What is so important? They're empty sherry bottles. You smell like sherry. Are you done drinking? Is this one of those things like, you know, the montages when people like decide to change their life and they cut their hair and they pour all the drinks down? 
The, right. You know what I mean? No, she's not doing that because they're not full cherry bottles. Right. They're empty. Like, they're empty. They're literal garbage. Just put them in the trash. Put, throw them away. <laughs> Maybe she's hiding them in the room of requirement because recycle isn't until like next week and she wants to get that five cent like reward thing. But I think they only really do that. They don't even do that in all 50 states. So I don't know if they do that in, in Scotland. House elves empty the trash every night. Yeah, but but she wants the redemption code. Oh. <laughs> you know what I, I guess. Mean? I don't think that's how that works. Because you know when you see people like on No, I know what day, you mean. I know what you mean. I'm just saying I highly doubt that's how it works in a castle of a school. And like I, she could just throw them in the trash, bro. There are trash cans that you put in that you throw it in there and then they gobble it up and then burp it. Didn't that just happen like a few chapters ago? But or maybe that was a couple books ago, but like that's a thing you can do. She wants the redemption money. For what does she need to? Re- okay, it's fine. It's I, fine. I I I figured it out. Okay. She wants the five cent per bottle redemption. Five nuts for per bottle. Yep, basically. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess you know, Slughorn said his salary isn't large. I'm sure Trelawney's is less. So. Right. Especially now she's got, got less it. classes. Mm-hmm. Gotta get in where you fit in, I suppose. She could also just keep them the in bag. her room, though. Like, I just, even still, you could still keep them in. Who's going into your room? I don't know. <laughs> like, didn't have to come all the way to the room of requirement. Did not. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. No. When you have a drinking problem, your, you know, sense of reasoning is a little off. <laughs> I get in all right, but there was somebody already in there. Mm-hmm. Somebody in Who? Said, uh, demanded Harry. Um, I have no idea. Don't I you have in. somewhere to be, son? He's, yeah, but he's distracted. You, this is this has been him all book. That's literally, don't you have somewhere to be? Yeah, but I'm distracted. Um, Trelawney says, I walked into the room and I heard a voice, which was, which has never happened before in all of my years of hiding, of using the room, I mean. she So she's just been hiding these sherry bottles <laughs> for years. She, She's been hiding her trash in the room requirement for years. She's a hoarder. She is. Because the, why is she coming back for them? Like, like, the room requirement is not a trash can. I don't so. understand. It's not even like a duck because you know, like some some like dorms or whatever. They have like the the. I mean, like the you shoot? have it in your apartment, yeah. like this trash chute. It's not that. No, it's not a trash room. It's like it's not the the. Um, furnace, like it would make mm-hmm. sense if she was taking them to the furnace. Mm-hmm. But the furnace, furnace is definitely not on the seventh floor of the castle. That's like in the dungeons. She's a hoarder. Ooh, Lord. I mean, we're just learning so much about Trelawney right now. Um, I don't know what what it was saying. It was whooping gleefully. Um, Harry's like, was it male or female? Trelawney's like, I would hazard a guess at male. Um, did it sound happy? And it sounded happy, very happy. Is also, it was celebrating? Why is Trelawney just talking to a talk, uh, like child letting about Harry something? interrogate her? Well, for the same reason that she is dumping empty sherry bottles in the room of requirement when she could be just throwing them away in her room. She's a drunk. She likes beer. Everyone likes beer. <laughs> let's not. I like let's, beer. You like not. beer? Do you like I beer? I don't. I don't. I mean, I had a couple beers. Have you had beer? Haven't. Have you blacked out? 
Never heard Sometimes of her. Sometimes I blacked out. Do you maybe you hey, black out? Hey, okay, hey, sorry. hey, it's a happy place. Chill out, bro. I was already trying to calm it down. I am traumatized. I mean, yes. Um, you couldn't have found out who it was without asking. Harry asked. Oh, so so then Trelawney calls out who's there, and Harry's like, You could have found out who it was without asking. The inner eye, said Professor Trelawney was fixed upon matters well outside the mundane realms of whooping voices. Like, sure. Okay, girl. Girl, say that you were half of the bag and you didn't think of that. You didn't think of it. It's fine. Um, Everything went pitch black and then the next thing I knew I was being hurled headfirst out of the room. Um, I think you'd better tell Dumbledore, said Harry. He ought to know that Malfoy's celebrating. I mean, that someone threw you out of the room. Like, I just... Okay. The headmaster has intimated that he would prefer fewer visits from me, she said. Um, if Dumbledore chooses to ignore the warning, the, the warnings the cards show, um, she pulls them out dramatically from under. She pulls a card out dramatically from underneath her shawls. The lightning struck tower. Calamity, disaster coming nearer all the time. Ooh. So she's not wrong, and it's kind of like frustrating. It's her MO, um, man. It is. It's she, but I just really I think it's her delivery, right? Because I think is. that if she because she's right and she can say that, and that's what it is, and like cool, that's what it is. But she's just like. The lightning struck tower, and you're like, girl, if you don't chill out, like, please go somewhere before you come like to that. me with all that mess. Like, just calm that down, bro. Yeah, it's too early in the morning. It's too late at night, to be honest. It's about to be curfew. I need to get to to bed. <laughs> Yikes. Um. So Harry's like, I still think you should tell Dumbledore about the voice um, and everything going dark because uh, and being thrown out of the room. I'm going to see him right now. I have a meeting with him. We can go together. Um, so then Trelawney's like, well, in that case, she bends down, scoops up, um, the sherry bottles and dumps them unceremoniously in a large blue and white vase. There are trash, there have to be trash cans. But a vase is not a trash can? That's what I'm saying. I'm very So what are you doing, bro? She's a hoarder. I'm, I just don't get it. Um, I miss having classes. I miss you having you in my classes, Harry, she said. You were never much of a seer, but you were a wonderful object. It's like, why would that be a thing that you tell a child or like a student or just anyone? <laughs> because Hogwarts has no chill. And no standards. Just, it's wild. No nothing. It's wild. Um, we're all just here trying to survive. Yeah. I'm still stuck on this. She's a hoarder. Okay. Um, I am afraid that the nag, I'm sorry, the centaur, knows nothing of cartomancy. Um, I asked him once a year to another, had he not too since the distant vibrations of the coming catastrophe, but he seemed to find me almost comical. Yes, comical. Imagine. Perhaps the horse. The horse. Like, she, the nag, the horse, like, um, girl. She has a lot going on. You sitting over here hoarding, who are you to judge? You know? Um, perhaps the horse has heard people say that I have not inherited my great-great-grandmother's gifts. Um, but would Dumbledore have let me teach at this great school? Put so much trust in me all these years had I not proved myself to him? Yep. Yeah. Um, I, well remember- <laughs> I well remember my first interview with Dumbledore. He was deeply impressed, of course, deeply impressed. I was staying at the Hogshead, um, which I do not advise, incidentally. Um, bed bugs, dear boy. But funds are low. Um, it's just, okay, you did, like, all this information is, like, too much. Anyway, um, I, he questioned me. I must confess that at first I thought he seemed ill-disposed toward divination, and I remember I was starting to feel a little odd. I had not eaten much that day, but then, 
Um, and now Harry is paying very closely attention because he knows that at that moment is when he had made the prophecy that altered the course of his whole life. Um, the one about him and Voldemort. But then we were rudely interrupted by Severus Snape. Yeah. Uh-oh. Bum, bum, bum. Gasp. Yes, there was a commotion outside the door and it flew open and there was that rather uncouth barman standing with Snape who was waffling about having come the wrong way up the stairs, although I'm afraid that I myself rather thought he had been apprehended eavesdropping on my interview with Dumbledore. You see, he, he himself was seeking a job at the time and no doubt hoped to pick up tips. So so Trelawney keeps going on and whatever and, and Harry is, like, is no longer listening to her. He's He had stopped walking. And, Harry, and so it was Snape who had overheard the prophecy. It was Snape who had carried the news of the prophecy to Voldemort. Um, yep. So like, Those so. Mm-hmm. And this is like, you know, you, he, Harry can absolutely blame, blame Snape for this. Yep. It's not like the serious thing where Harry was just kind of like grasping at straws because he hates Snape. Like. And also he didn't want to blame him. He didn't want to do some introspection about the role mm-hmm. he played in, in that. Mm-hmm. Which, whoa, wow. That's a surprise. Yeah. Um, Considering what we're reading right now, I would have never mm-hmm. thought, thought that yeah, he would be so crazy. willfully blind to his own fault mm-hmm. but in this case snape did it snape did that shit <laughs> fuck um, him <laughs> mm-hmm. nothing else mattered to harry just now um harry said professor trelawney harry i thought we were going to see the headmaster together you stay here said harry and so then he runs past her goes up to uh Dumbledore's office and he's like he bangs on the door he's like all, he's just his head is in a whole other space but he gets in there and sees dumbledore um, in a large, in a, sorry, in a long black traveling coat. Well, Harry, I promised that you could come with me. And for a moment of two, for a moment or two, Harry did not understand because again, he's in a different headspace. He's like, "You found one? You found a Horcrux? I believe so." Rage and resentment fought shock and excitement for a few moments. Harry could not speak. And then it's natural to be afraid," said Dumbledore. "I'm not afraid," said Harry. "Which Horcrux is it? Which is where is it?" Um, Dumbledore says, I believe it to be hidden in the cave on the coast many miles from here, a cave I've been trying to locate for a very long time. The cave in which Tom Riddle once terrorized two children from his orphanage on their annual trip. I promised you that you could come for me and I stand by that promise, but it would be very wrong of me not to warn you that this will be exceedingly dangerous. I'm coming, said Harry. Um, boiling with anger at Snape, his desire to do something desperate and risky had increased tenfold in the last few minutes. It just is like... Every time. So I, um, I think that that's a PTSD thing. And mm. it's also a Harry thing. I don't know if, like, sometimes. It's a Harry, like, I mean, it's one of those like, things, like, we were like, pointing it's out. one of those things where it's both and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, like, thing we point, because this is the same. I think for me, the reason why I'm, like, dude. And, like, in this case, like, yeah, he's gonna go and he should go. Um, but, like, the description of, like, his thought process of it is the exact same thing that made him go, uh, stick his face in Snape's thoughts. Yep. Um, because he was mad at Cho, so then he immediately was like, well, let's go do this thing I shouldn't be doing. So it's a, it's a, it's a hairy thing. But it's also, um, um... No, but I do believe you, I, I think, like, I think it's both and. Yeah, so it's, like, um, it's this thing about reckless behavior in, um, trauma survivors and, like, mm-hmm. high-risk behavior, um... Because it, like, helps them either, one, distracts them from the trauma and the things that, like, are constantly playing in their mind, or it reminds them that they're alive, and it's, this hits so close to home for me, um, and it's, like, the same, you know, like, people that were sexually abused become, like, high-risk sexual, have high-risk sexual activity, um, mm-hmm. because 
it's just a, it's a distraction and it's a, like an extreme form of like taking control back or taking power back or whatever, overcoming the thing that you're scared of. But it's just really interesting because I used to think, I used to read these and think like, wow, she was so thoughtful about like how she wrote these and like the way that she like, you know, explains these things. But I think it's also now I'm like going back and, questioning all those motives and I'm like I wonder if she just romanticizes the idea of being like reckless to the Gryffindor bravery like Harry's reckless thing and it wasn't on purpose no I mean I think it I think it was to an extent I think it's like it's also just like a character trait of Harry's Right, because um, I think that it happens in the moment like there are moments like so there have been other moments since the Snape uh, since Snape's first memory where Harry has felt reckless and done something. Right. Because, like, we see it act, like, multiple times since then with, uh, like, going through the Department of Mysteries, Mysteries and then even, like, earlier in this book, too. Um, but this, the reason in my head it, 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 I connected it to that particular moment and that specific moment is because of the anger before the recklessness, right? So I mm-hmm. think it's, like, he's, like, generally a reckless person and will, like, he sees some shit that has to be done. He's like, cool, I'm in it, right? Like, he's been doing that this whole time. Um, but often it's for different reasons. And this one in particular is like, I'm mad at this and about this thing. And I'm feeling a lot of emotion about this particular thing. So let me go do this thing. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Which, but know. yeah, and I think it's, and I think it has to do with what you were saying. It's just that like the first, this time it makes sense because he was going to do it anyway. Like before he was feeling reckless, you know yeah. what I mean? But because it's just more the wording of it that made me immediately go back to Snape Force memory. And I was just like, another time when you were on some fuck shit. <laughs> I think it's just becoming off of Sectum Sempra and then that. Yeah. But in terms of like a as like a writing thing, I think it, it makes sense and it's like a character trait, it makes sense. Right. Um So so yeah. So and then there's also the thing about okay, I get I get the reason why Dumbledore is doing this, but like is it something he should do? Hmm. Like, it's part of his greater plan and blah, 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 blah. But, like, at the end of the day, you're you're tasked with making sure that these students are safe. And this is the opposite of that. Well, I mean, you'll find... Well, let's let's get into that. Okay. Um, but I just want, so, that, I want to plant that seed. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. For he sure. makes one aside about how he shouldn't be doing this, but then he does it anyway, which is some Dumbledore-ass shit. yeah. I mean, yeah, so well, let's let's get into that. So Dumbledore realizes that something's going on with Harry, and he's like, what's happened to you? Um, and Harry says, Snape, Snape's happened. He told Voldemort about the prophecy. It was him. He listened outside the door. Trelawney told me. Um, Dumbledore's expression didn't change, uh, but Harry thought he saw, thought his face widened, under, or whitened, sorry, under the bloody tinge cast by the setting sun. Um, for a moment, Dumbledore said nothing and then asked, when did you find out about this? Just now, and then, oh, we've, you know, I've missed him so much, all caps, Harry. And you let him teach here, and he told Voldemort to go after my mom and dad. Um, he wanted to rage and storm at Dumbledore, but he also wanted to tr- go with him to try and destroy the Horcrux. So he's just having, like, this whirlwind of emotions, and he doesn't know how to he's react to the situation. emotion. <laughs> he doesn't know how to, like, react, because he's like, Okay, there's like two separate things happening, and he has like very different reactions to both of them, and is like, I'm mad, I'm mad at you, but also like I want to go with you to do this other thing, and like I don't know how to like Reconcile just, those things. yeah, or even how to like, 
like not necessarily like how to reconcile compartmentalize which is compartmentalize and i think also how to like react and how to act when you're trying when you're angry especially because oftentimes when he is angry he immediately just like rages and in this moment he has to like have on his like his keep some form of it because he's like if i do all this he's not gonna let me come or like i'll say some shit and then not want to go um Delia says Harry's all caps is honestly justified, which I agree. Um, you find out Snape is basically the guy who murdered his family in a roundabout way, and Dumbledore has been hiding it from him. It would feel like betrayal. Um, which, yeah, and like, and even Dumbledore is on some like, oh shit, I got caught. Whoops. <laughs> he was. Not, it's not a thing that he was expecting to have to deal with. Um, and and Harry is like, and I also think that like, if this had happened in any other moment, Harry would have more time and would like have have really taken the time to think about and be like, well, why didn't Dumbledore um, tell me? Uh, Right? Like, if it had been, like, I found out the shit, I I stormed and raged at Dumbledore, and then I went back to the... Dorm room. Common room. Yeah. He would have been like, well, this is weird, right? But instead, he's on some, like... What else is he not telling me? Blah, blah, blah. But instead... And he can't can't get into that because he has to immediately go on Uh to the Horcrux. And then then something traumatic happens that pulls them close together again, and... He's no longer. He, he can't. He's so, not thinking yeah. about that information right now. Yeah. Um, I had to run down and up the stairs, and my Leg. hip hurts now. Yep. Yeah. Today's been a great day. <laughs> this this editing is gonna be awesome. Oh yeah. Um, Harry, please listen to me. Professor Snape made a terrible. Don't tell me it was a mistake, sir. He was listening at the door. Please let me finish. Professor, uh, Professor Snape made a terrible mistake, which is still, no, mm-mm, no. That's not what that is. Um, he was still in Lord Voldemort's employ on the night he first, he heard the first half of Trelawney's prophecy. Um, naturally, employ, he hastened- what is the benefit package? How much is he getting paid? Is it minimum wage? He's not. Does he get equity in no. the New World Order? Stock um, options? He gets, um... Not murdered. Yeah. And potentially Lily, except that backfired. So yeah. Just, just yeah. not murdered. Yeah. I, just. I really want someone to write the fanfic of Lily not dying, but Harry and James dying, and then Snape showing up with flowers the next day. <laughs> what Lily's? I really want that, and like what Lily does. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker. Mm-hmm. What? Look, are you fuck? Are you kidding me, bro? Like, what, yeah, it doesn't make much sense. But he did not know, he had no possible way of knowing which boy Voldemort would hunt from then onward, or what his parent, or what the parents he would destroy um, in his murderous quest for people that Professor Snape knew that they were your mother and father. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked up and I, someone who I thought was asleep oh. just came in. No, I mean, caps. you know, that's to. Got Always. To. Say Albus Dumbledore. On brand. I think Boom. He has an, there he has, goes Amani. He has a Google alert that's not, what, but it's not Google. It's whatever. I don't know. Yeah, don't he know. says Albus Dumbledore doesn't care about his pawns dying. This is all part of his plan, which you know is yeah. not wrong. You have no idea of the remorse Professor Snape uh, felt. Oh, sorry. Harry's like he hated my dad like he hated Sirius. Haven't you noticed, Professor, how all the people Snape hates tend to end up dead, mm-hmm. which is not wrong. Although again. Serious wasn't Snape's fault. Um, you do, you have no idea of the remorse Professor Snape felt when he realized nah. how Lord Voldemort interpreted the prophecy. It's not 
it's not what that. I mean, it, there was, but it wasn't. Um, I believe it to be the greatest regret in his life, which is like maybe, but still gross. The remorse of um, how he interpreted the prophecy as a in terms of who who he interpreted it, mm-hmm. but not that he interpreted it like someone got to die. That part, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. who had to die, and I just feel like it's it's gross. It's and um, Delia says. Mistake is that the word he meant to get some people killed. He just didn't want Lily to be the person that got killed. He didn't even care mm-hmm. if James and Harry still got killed. Exactly. He did it on purpose. Right. And then it just didn't happen the way that he it just wanted affected, it to happen it's, or envisioned. It's literally like the people that are like, that rail against like anti-gay rights or anti-whatever. And then their kid comes out as gay and all of a sudden they're like, oh no, but not my kid. Like, well, or the you. people who marry immigrants and then they are about to get deported and they're like, oh, but like when I voted for Trump, he wasn't supposed to deport oh, my yeah. wife. Not my really? not my kids. Really? Not my That's husband. Crazy. Yeah. He wanted to build a wall, but that didn't include us. Fuck mm-hmm. you. Fuck y'all. Exactly. Um, but he's a very good Aquaman, isn't he, sir? Said Harry. Um, how can you be sure... Snape is on our side, and uh, I am sure I trust Severus Snape completely, said Dumbledore. Um, so it, I think that it's very important narrative-wise that Dumbledore says this to Harry now, knowing what's about to happen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't, but said I Harry loudly. But I it's that it's, it, because he doesn't explain his plan, and just giving right. him more fodder. Yeah. Um, it... It in, decreases the Dumbledore is infallible thing, which is a good thing, right? Like, he trusted Snape completely, and then look what happened. Snape killed him. Um, so Dumbledore doesn't know everything, which is partially good, but then also partially bad, because then you second-guessing every single decision Dumbledore made, which you probably should. Well, I don't, said Harry. He's up to something with Draco Malfoy right now, right under your nose. And you still, we have discussed this, Harry. I've told you my views. You're leaving the school tonight, and I'll bet you haven't even considered that Snape and Malfoy might decide to. Uh, to what? Said Dumbledore. I. They're up to something, said Harry. Um, and then he tells her about Trelawney as hearing Malfoy. Who's still outside. Hearing Malfoy whooping, celebrating. He's trying to mend something dangerous in there. If you ask me, he's fixed it at last, and you're about to walk out of the school without enough, said Dumbledore. Um, and Harry realizes that he's finally crossed some invisible line. Do you think that I have left the school unprotected during my absences this year? Um, I have not. Tonight, tonight um, when I leave, there will again be additional protection in place. Please do not suggest that I do not to take the safety of my students seriously, Harry. Mm, mm. Like, yes, but also mm. Fluffy and the Troll. Mm. And the Chamber of Secrets. And Dementors. And Notorious Mass Murder of Sirius did, Black. He did fight against having the Dementors and there, the, but he, he did, didn't. but, like, there was no other protection. Sirius got past the Dementors more than once. Um, the Triwizard Tournament. Ugh, yikes. I'm just, like, I mean, maybe he takes it seriously. Just not doing a great job. Yeah. Maybe that needs to be outsourced to someone else. The right idea, the wrong execution. Wrong execution, yeah, yeah. You know, best laid plans and all that. Yikes. Um, I do not wish to discuss this matter any further. Um, Harry bit back his retort, scared that he had gone too far. 
um, that he had now ruined any chance of accompanying Dumbledore, but Dumbledore said, do you wish to come with me tonight? Um, and Harry's like, yes. Uh, so Dumbledore says, I take you with me on one condition that you obey any command I might give you without question. Um, of course, said Harry, but you be sure you understand me, Harry. I mean that you must follow even such orders as run, hide, or go back. Um, if I tell you to hide, you will do so. If I tell you to flee, you will obey. And Harry's like, yeah, yeah. If I tell you to leave me and save yourself, you will do as I tell you. I, Harry, they look at each other for a moment. Yes, sir. So this is like a very, um. Is there a magical a, thing in that too, though? No, I don't think so. I was just thinking more of like what that does to you when you're like, okay, I'm going off with my professor. And then, and, and he's like, well, if I tell you to, like, leave and save yourself, like, that's some, that's like your, you know, like your parents, like, all right, bro, if this happens and I tell you to go and save yourself, you're going to do that, right? And then you're just like, I, I mean, I, mm, I guess, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a very serious and kind of scary situation to be in. Um, but, you know, he signed up for it. So Dumbledore tells uh, Harry to go get his invisibility cloak and meet him in the entrance hall in five minutes. And then Harry uh, runs back to the common room, tells uh, Hermione and Ron what happened. Um, or he goes and grabs his invisibility cloak, Marauder's Map, and a pair of balled-up socks. Um, and then tells uh, Hermione and Ron what happened. And how are uh, they with... still in the common room? I mean, I get it. You don't Cause have it... To, but still. Because he hasn't been gone that long. Shouldn't they go to bed? I would go to bed. I don't know. I mean, it's close like 9 o'clock. Oh, I thought it was close to midnight. I don't know why I got that. No. No, no, no. Really? I think that's because I said it's going down, and that's usually, oh, okay. that's where it came <laughs> from. Yeah, no, no. It's like 9. It, like, it just hit curfew. Okay. So Harry tells them about Malfoy and Trelawney, and then also about him leaving. Um, so you see what this means? He said, Dumbledore won't be here tonight, so Malfoy's going to have another clear shot at what he's up to. No, listen to me. I know it was Malfoy celebrating in the room requirement. You have to watch. So he gives him the, gives Hermione the Marauder's Map and says, you have to watch him if you got to watch Snape too. Use anyone who you can rustle up from the DA. Hermione, those contact galleons still, will still work, right? Dumbledore says he's put extra protection in the school, but if Snape's involved, he'll know what Dumbledore's protection is and how to avoid it. But he won't be expecting you lot to be on the watch, will he? So I just, like... So when Dumbledore said, this is the, trust so, me, and he was like, yeah, sure, okay. And this isn't to say that, like, having the extra help at the end of the day wasn't helpful. Um, but it's also like, this is the Department of Mysteries all over it again. It's Harry, it's Harry not trusting what somebody is telling him is happening and then running off to get his friends into trouble. I mean, again, and it's the same danger. friends as the Department of Mysteries. It ends up being the same friends as the Department of Mysteries as well. Hat puts them in danger when they don't necessarily need to be. And then... It's like, we don't, he says he's protecting him, but we don't really know that. So we have to do this instead. And it's like, it's just, I don't, I don't know. It, it, what it, it hurts could be a little. Is like Dumbledore it's says a saving people thing. Dumbledore says he's protecting it, but I just want to make sure that you guys do not leave. If you hear anything, it's just going to be more dangerous tonight. Don't leave the common room. Dumbledore is on the case of doing the hard work of actually protecting people. But I want to make sure that you're safe. Right. That's what he could be doing. Right. And Amani's saying that Harry would have been easier to trust if Albus told Harry what he actually needed to know, which is true. But I don't think that Harry needs to know what the protections are around the castle. And I also think that, like, Harry, even when he does know things, tends to just do what he thinks should be done anyway. Like, it's like, 
It's, again, it's a character trait. Yeah. And it's not to say that Dumbledore shouldn't, shouldn't tell Harry more things, because he absolutely should. Yeah. Both but of it's them. like, it's a, it's a, yeah. It's both of them are just on their peak flawless, flawness, flaw, flawfulness. They're just very flawed in this chapter, and it's, um, you know. Jelly says he can't trust Dumbledore's protections because they failed before, every year. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, which is, that is a point. Which is very true. And then yeah. she also says, imagine if Harry was only friends with Ravenclaws, they would have sent an owl to an order and barred up the continent. Which is like, yes! Like, call the orders. Call the Well, no, order. but also, like, Dumbledore did call the order, and if Harry had, like, you know... Right, but like, he would have found that shit out. Like, or maybe he wouldn't have, but you know what I mean. Like he, but if he would, like, have, the order was already on, was the, on way. the way, and like the, they already here. Right, and they're like you. You've seen Tonks. They have. They're stationed around, but like the only warning you need to give your friends is like, don't be cool. Be, lay low. Lay low. Don't because you, the other thing too is that like the rest of the investigating you Gryffindors. Right. Because the rest of the students in Hogwarts were actually fine, as far as I remember. Yep. <laughs> Except the ones that went out. I mean, they're, I think that they not, ended up being fine because not Harry... They're going after the students. Like, this is a, one of those things right. where, like, we always talk about, like, how Hermione needs to be more careful, and she does as a Muggleborn, but, like, there are plenty of Muggleborns in the school right now, and D- Voldemort knows how to compartmentalize or prioritize, and, like, this isn't the time. Mm-hmm. Like we have a specific goal, we're doing a specific thing. That's it. Oh, <laughs> Delia says, uh, "From uh, dear order, Harry's on his BS again, but he seems pretty serious this time. Just putting y'all on notice, we're still we're putting the common room on lockdown. Sincerely, Harry's tired Ravenclaw friends, which is like after the Department of Mysteries, that's really what you need to do. It's just yep. be like." Okay, like he's you know it's true. Whatever he's saying is not wrong. We just need to not run after the wrong. Like I just whatever. So then Ron is like, uh, "Why do I need socks?" Because Harry throws socks in his hands. You need what's wrapped up in it. It's the Felix Philosis. Share it between yourselves and Jenny too. Um, which is like Angelia says like this is um, says that she's proud of this move, which I am too. And I think that it's like a good moment to use it and be like hey use it on your friends yeah. they're gonna need it so that they don't die um but you and know what else her, would help them not die staying in their common room going to bed mm-hmm. um and then Hermione's like we don't want it you take it who knows what you'll be facing I'll be fine I'll be with Dumbledore said Hermione uh, sorry said Harry um I want to know that you lot are okay don't look like that Hermione I'll see you later um and uh, Ardelia says, see, he's good in a crisis. He's creating the crisis, but still. Right. It's true. Like, because he is. It's like, it's one of those, like, back and forths where, like, he's, minute a crisis happens, he's in there. He got y'all. But sometimes he The just, reason there's a crisis is because he's exactly. in there and, and he, <laughs> he got y'all. Yeah. He got y'all. Um, <laughs> it's my hand. It's not racist because it's my hand. Sorry. Um, I would like, or, uh, so then he goes to meet Dumbledore. Um, and Dumbledore's like, put your cloak on. They um, go off to Hogsmeade. Um, and Harry's like, what will people see when they think you, what, what will people think when they see you leaving? And he says that I'm off to Hogsmeade for a drink. I sometimes offer Rosmerta my custom or else visit the Hogshead or I appear to. Um, it is as good a way as any to um, of disguising one's true destination. 
Um, so then Harry's like, are we apparating? And Dumbledore's like, yeah. Um, and Harry's like, I haven't got a license, which, you know, can't believe that stopped him before this time. Um, but Dumbledore's like, I'll, I, you know, I can assist you. Um, they get to Hogsmeade. Madame Rosmerta is forcibly ejecting a grubby looking wizard and is like, oh, hello, Albus, you're out late. Good evening, Rosmerita. Good evening. Forgive me. I'm off to the hogshead. No offense, but I feel like a quieter atmosphere tonight. Um, and then a minute later, they turn the corner, um, which is, and they see the hogshead, but, you know, it's, the pub is completely empty. And Dumbledore's like, we don't have to enter as long as no one sees us go. On the count of three, one, two, three. Um, so they apparate, and then Harry is standing in cool darkness, breathing lungfuls of fresh, salty air. And that's the end. So they've apparated. Um, but, as Amani says, not apparating on Hogwarts grounds. Nope. Because guess what? Being Dumbledore does not have those kind of privileges, okay? Nope. Those aren't the things. Just have them get to damn Hogsmeade. Be like, right? oh, you don't even have to show them walking there. Just First of all, also, and as well, give Harry his damn invisibility cloak. Like, let's stop acting like that shit doesn't exist. Yes. Like, the invisibility cloak is the dire wolves of the Harry Potter movies. And I'm just like, can we not? And then, fuck it, just hogs me. It's not even that far away. It's a midnight stroll. Nine o'clock stroll. It's like, is it midnight again? I'm very confused. What no, time is I'm it? I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. Um, I do, I think that, like, all, all of that, all of that rings true. I still just want to nap, so I gotta get back up. Um, <laughs> but I love the idea of, um, the walking by, making sure that you're seen at um, Rosamarta's, and then going checking uh, checking in to see if like the Hogshead is popping or not, um, so that you can have your plausible deniability and your alibis or whatever. But doesn't operating make a large? I guess because Hogsmeade is a wizarding town, there's just a lot of cracks, and so you don't pay attention to it. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Probably. So I'm like, it's not like you can stealthily. Well, yeah, but it, yeah, it's I mean, it's the only fully wizarding community. So as long as no one sees them go, it's probably fine. So they're just like someone operated. I don't know who. Someone operated. Yeah, I mean, I you know, could have been business. Bobby from across the way. Right. All right. Yeah. Um. So who's your MVP? I don't have one. Me neither. I don't even know. Is that a thing that we can just do? I don't know. It was hard. I, like, was I, like, like, I, I have was two like, question I'll marks. I'll figure it out while we record. And then... Yeah, and I still don't know. I still don't. Because the closest I could... Like, the the closest I could come to was Hermione, but then I kind of don't want to give it to her because, like, her reason for researching the Half-Blood Prince is for, like, half-petty half reasons, you know? So it's yeah. not, like, fully... And then like, Ron is being small. weird and sexist. And then... Snape is trash as always. I mean, Jenny doesn't really do anything except help Remindle, tell Remindle Vane that about tattoos. Dumbledore is trash. Trelawney is a hoarder. And racist. Malfoy is, is whooping. Dumbledore is a liar. Harry is reckless and still hasn't. Um. I am Take going to make Madame Pomfrey my MVP. Okay. Because she has to deal with all this aftermath. No, that doesn't okay. make any sense either. 
No, it doesn't work because it's it the work. chapter. I'm gonna just go with Hermione because if I like, I've like just by. Well, what about no McGonagall wasn't in there. Damn. I'm going to go with Hermione because, again, it's of the people who are in the chapter. And you don't have to necessarily be doing the best thing, but you have to be the best of the chapter. And she's the best of the chapter, I guess. Yeah. This is hard. Like, and this time, I'm not even, like, all that, I'm like, we should it, be Hermione. I'm very much, like, I don't even... I'm giving it to the dude that gave Harry the um, letter. Who Jimmy I didn't Peaks. know who he was, and apparently <laughs> he's, he's been here the whole time. Jimmy and that's Peaks. my bad, Jimmy, for not... Okay. Not recognizing sure. your greatness and your usefulness. That, yeah. So I'll give you that There you go. One. Cool. You got a little vote. You got on the spreadsheet. Right. Look at you. Look at you. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Weird. And oh, on man, the flip side, um, Delia, I, I mean, I feel like it's, um, it was easier for them. I don't know why, but okay, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Delia oh. makes Hermione her MVP for being mostly right about the prince and standing up to her friend. Um, Maggie makes Ginny the MVP for pointing out Ron's hypocrisy. Okay. Um, and Amani makes Kayla the MVP for reminding us Beyonce is <laughs> the living embodiment of Felix Felicis, which is in the chapter. I don't even think Does Kayla, Kayla even listen to this podcast? Who cares? I don't think so. We'll have to like we'll have to tweet it out so she knows that she got an MVP. <laughs> Wow, the stretch there. I love it. But like, um, okay. So Um, I benched Dumbledore for being Lion a Lion. Lion Brian. Brian. Um, this Lion is like Brian. the opposite of the MVP dilemma where I'm like, there's no one in here. I'm like, there's everyone. There's everyone. Everyone can be benched. Everyone. But like I did Dumbledore because he could have told Harry or he could have like not believed Snape. Or not believe not not believed him, but like, you know. Just handled Snape differently. He could be handling Trelawney differently. He could be handling everything differently, to be honest. Thinking about it all, I'm not going to list it all out. Mm-hmm. Lion Brian. Lion Brian. I the fuck you lying? Ooh, oh you my always god. lying? Stop mm-hmm. Oh my god. Stop, Stop fucking lying. lying. Um, I decided to bitch Snape. And okay. that is because... Even in the way that he's there, like Dumbledore sticks up for him is problematic because, like, that's not what he did. He didn't feel remorse. Like, re- like words mean things. He didn't feel remorse yeah. for what he did. He felt entitled to things turning out his way. Mm-hmm. I also am really invested now in um, the fic of him of the AU of Lily surviving and him showing up at her door the next day. Maybe I'm like, oh wow, you can't have friends, right? <laughs> oh god, you're a bitch. How about that? Sorry, Cash really? That. How about that? I thought that was. I um, thought that was funny. It was very funny. Um, Delia bitches Dumbledore. Why you got a high shit, Craig? Be communicative, and we would have less problems. Um. My mighty bitches, Albus, yeah, I remember grinding my feet on Eddie Murphy's couch and hiring Snape after he killed your parents, Dumbledore. <laughs> did he basically just say cocaine is a hell of a drug? He did. <laughs> wow. Everyone gotta go to bed? This has been a chapter. Um, 
Maggie bitches Snape for eavesdropping and then delivering a half-heard prophecy in order to murder the obsession, his obsession's love of her life and baby and having the gall to not repent to Harry every day and instead abuse him and his friends. These men doubling down so far they're not even in the same multiverse as anything resembling remorse, apologies, or responsibility. It's a word that Maggie gave that reflects not only the chapter that we just read, but this time in our lives. <laughs> these men, these men, feeling entitled. Just, you know. Feeling like they above remorse. Mm-hmm. Convincing themselves that they are the ones owed an apology. Convincing themselves mm-hmm. that they are the victims. These mm-hmm. men. And then Imani just wants to come in with uh, all caps, as Albus does nothing to stop it. Yeah, everybody trash. Everybody trash. Just all in the dumpster. Everybody in the castle is trash. This episode is trash. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least the recording of this episode was. (laughs) This whole, this whole, you just knew. We just, we should have known. Yeah, Um, we should have listened to Ami and Luna. Mm -hmm. We thought it was going to be Sectum Sempra, but. Nah. It was Luna came up in the building like I am not amused. No, I mean, to said, "I do what I want." <laughs> Girl, she really thought she was being helpful. I'm not going to distract you. Like you're literally never mind. It's fine. Okay. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Next week we will discuss chapter 26 of Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, The Cave. Uh, make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is bench for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter at WeBlurds at WeBlurds. I'm not Don't a blur. do that. I'm not. Do that. So. I'm not either. At We Black and Nerds. There we go. Hashtag Wizard Team. Um, don't forget, we'll be doing a live tweet of Half Blood Prince on November 10th. Use the hashtag Wizard Team and HPHBP. Um, get that check. Talk to your doctor. Get about it checked it. out. Um, after the movie, we'll do our last episode on Half Blood Prince. Will we? Well, wow. I can't. I'm trying to. Inside. After the movie, we will do our last episode on Half-Blood Prince, where we will recap both the book and the movie, and figure out MVP and bench for the entire book. Uh, and then November 21st is when we start Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. So we're like... We're getting about close, to, man. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, and then we're going to be on Deathly Hollows for the greater part of a year, so like, there's that. But like, still, same. It's the last book. It's, it's the last book. It's we're going to have... Um, like a whole recap thing, you know, like the montage where you look at like, like the seven years. Remember they did that at, um, after Harry Potter or like during, then they did like all of them growing up the all seven years oh, at the, when you do four years of wizard team. Yeah. All of us growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we both also, look the same. Also, I'm caught, yeah. Uh, cause <laughs> we we black, black don't count. Um, and it's, it's also not been that much time. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> hasn't been enough time um i'm also gonna just like let y'all know right now i'm calling in sick for the chapter that we all know is coming good luck with that i wish you the best um well i mean if you did it for a second simper i think you can, can do it for nah, man. You can do anything